It's Dramatic Listening, the podcast where you learn English by listening to radio plays. I'm your host and teacher, Wendy Lambert. And you're listening to episode 60 of Dramatic Listening. That's DL060. And in this episode, we're listening to scene 9 of our old-time radio play, Mr. District Attorney and the Intimidated Jury. I'm calling this one, The Cop Will Talk. Dramatic listening radio plays are serialized. What I mean is I take a radio play and I cut it up into several parts. And then we only cover one part in each episode of Dramatic Listening. So if this is your first time listening to this story, Intimidated Jury, then you should go back to episode 51, that's DL051, for an introduction to the story and learn those really key words because they're going to come up at least three times throughout the story. And after that, the play itself actually begins in episode 52, DL052. So you'll recall that in our last episode, the DA had found a cancelled debt in Taylor's books. Taylor's newfound financial freedom came with a price. He owed the lender who had cancelled his debt a favor, a big favor. That lender was Mr. Butler, the owner of the bowling alley. Feeling indebted to Butler, Taylor became his stooge, doing the dirty work for him. Butler dug up dirt on the jurors behind the scenes, and then Taylor used it to threaten the jurors with exposure. If they didn't vote the way Taylor told them to, their secret would be made public. So it was really Butler who was the big kingpin behind the jury rigging. In today's episode, the district attorney pays Butler a visit. The DA seems chatty, should we say. He has lots to talk about with Butler. But why is he telling Butler so much about the case? And Butler, he's doing his best to distance himself from everyone that the DA mentions. He tries to deny knowing them. But the DA won't let him get away with that. The DA even mentions the policeman. Hey now, isn't he going a little too far? We'll jump into scene nine shortly to find out what happens. But first, let's go over some new words. And you'll remember if you are a Chinese speaker, these words are all posted on Quizlet. So as a Chinese speaker, you can learn these words with English, Chinese, flashcards, and games at www.quizlet.com dramaticlistening.com slash quizlet. Okay, our key words. I've got some of our reminder words in here today and a few new ones. Our first word is murder. To kill someone on purpose, 
intentionally. Mosha. Word number two, commit. The meaning being to do something illegal or harmful. So it's to do. And it's followed by a noun that's something illegal, like a crime or harmful. Commit a crime, commit a sin. Fanxia. Word number three, acquaintance. An acquaintance is someone you've met before, but you don't know them very well. Xiangshi, acquaintance. Word number four, mortgage. A mortgage is a noun, and it's a loan to buy a house or other piece of property. Feng Dai, or Dai Quan. Word number five, professional. This could be a noun or an adjective. A professional is an expert, someone who knows a subject, a certain subject, very well. Zhuanye Ren Shi, or Nehong. As an adjective, it's related to a job that requires special training, education, or skill. Zhuanye. Word number six, jury. The group of 12 citizens selected to decide the guilt or innocence of the defendant. Patient Tuan, jury. Word number seven, acquit. The jury might acquit the person who's being tried. They might decide that that person is not guilty of the crime. Xun pan wu zui. Acquit. Word number eight, and we finally get to a new word. Word number eight, bribe. And looking at it as a passive verb, be bribed. To be offered money or other gain in return for doing something. Bei Xing Hui. The corrupt cop was bribed into removing evidence from the file. Bribed. Word number nine, acquittal. We've already had the word acquit, which is a verb. Acquittal is the noun the decision that someone is not guilty of the crime with which they were charged. Wu zui de shengao, or wu zui kai shi. Word number 10, bribing. Here it's a gerund, dong ming zi, for Chinese speakers, bribing. The act of offering money or other gain in return for doing something. And also bribery. Xing Hui. Bribing the police could really get you into trouble. Bribing. Word number 11. Intend. If you intend 
something you mean to say it or you mean to do it. It's intentional. Yoi. Intend. Word number 12. Legal. Legal is an adjective meaning according to law. It's lawful. It's concerned with the law. So it's translated either hefa or falude. We have to follow legal procedures or this evidence could get thrown out in court. Legal. Word number 13, deduction. Deduction. This is a noun, and it's the conclusion that one arrives at by reasoning, which starts from a generally accepted truth. Yanifa, or Tuilun, or Tuiduan. Brilliant deduction, Watson, Sherlock exclaimed. Deduction. Word number 14, get rid of. This is a verb phrase. Throw away or dump. Pao xia or pao qi or diu qi. How would the murderer get rid of the body? Get rid of. Word number 15, a break. Kind of an idiomatic use of the word break. A break is a noun meaning a change of luck. Yun. I'd had a few nibbles on my hook, but I hadn't caught any fish. Then finally I landed this big one. What a lucky break. A break. So if you're having good luck, a break is when it turns bad. And when you're having bad luck, a break is when it turns good. Word number 16, and our last word, come around. Come around could mean to regain consciousness, to awaken from a faint or from a coma. Sushing. The fighter came around before the countdown got down to one. So he didn't lose. Came around or come around. Well, that's it for our key words. So let's listen now to scene nine of The Intimidated Jury. Park. How was he? I believe he was a business acquaintance of yours. 
Taylor? Yes. You held several mortgages on the Summers Enterprise. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I remember the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear about that. How did it happen? Well, we believe a man named Stanley was responsible. Now, there's one I don't know. Well, I think you do. Another business acquaintance? It could be. Stanley is a professional killer. Taylor served on a jury that just acquitted him of murder. Why should he want to kill somebody who acquitted him? Well, Taylor was bribed to swing that acquittal. Oh. It's my belief the bribing was done by you. <laughs> Very funny. I didn't intend it to be. You know, you legal guys kill me. How's that? Everything with you is uh, deduction, isn't it? Well, this is more than straight deduction. You mean you have proof? I will have. How? Whoever got rid of Taylor's body ran into a policeman in the park. Yeah? He shot the policeman. No kidding. But fortunately for us, he didn't die. A cop? That's right. Well, that is a break. He's in the city hospital right now. Still unconscious. Uh-huh. When he comes around, he should have an interesting story to tell. Yeah. I'd like to hear it. You will. Mommy. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> for you. Thank you. Hello? Oh, yes, Harrington. What's that? I see. Yes, that's fine. I'm glad you called. Right. Goodbye. And that was another report on the officer who was shot. The doctors believe he'll be well enough to talk tomorrow. Good. I'll get in touch with you again after I've heard his report. I'll be waiting to hear from you. It's time for the walkthrough. The DA goes to visit Mr. Butler at the bowling alley, and Butler acts surprised. I'm sure he is somewhat surprised, but the DA's visit must also worry him because he knows he's been involved in illegal activity lately. The visit could mean the DA is getting close to discovering him. The DA says he's come to talk about a murder that's already been committed. It's already taken place. The DA tells Butler that they've found Taylor's body in the park. Butler pretends to know nothing about it. The DA suggests that he might be a business acquaintance of his. Butler acts puzzled, so the DA offers more information. He lets Butler know that he knows about the mortgages, the loans in which Taylor's businesses became the security for the loan, Feng Dai, or Dai Quan. Finally, Butler realizes the DA knows this is true, so he'd better stop pretending and go along with this much. Now he remembers Taylor. 
Wanting to know how much the DA really knows, he asks, How'd it happen? The DA tells him that he and the police suspect a man called Mr. Stanley. Butler says he doesn't know anyone by that name, but the DA doesn't let him get away with that. He says Butler does know him, at least in a roundabout way. You see, Stanley is a professional killer. Jonye Shasho, a hitman. He's the guy who was just on trial, and Taylor was serving on the jury. Taylor Zai Patient Tuan Shang Renju. That jury acquitted Stanley of murder. They decided that Stanley was not guilty. Shen Pan Wu Butler acts puzzled, like the DA isn't making sense. He asks, Why would the Stanley character want to kill the guy who got him off on the murder charge? Butler wants to know how much the DA knows. So the DA goes on. He tells him that Taylor was bribed to swing the acquittal. Ta Bei Xing Hui Ba Nega Patient Tuan Shui Fu Wu Kai Shi. That is, he'd been offered money to persuade the other jury members to vote not guilty. Butler acts like it's the first time he's heard anything about this. Oh, he says. The DA tells him everything. He says, I believe that the bribing, Xing Hui, was done by you. Why tell Butler his suspicion if he doesn't have enough evidence yet to arrest him? Butler laughs at the DA sarcastically. Very funny, he says. He pretends it's a joke. The DA says, I didn't intend it to be funny. I wasn't trying to make a joke. Kai Wan Xiao, Bu Shi Wu De Yi. Butler ridicules the DA for guessing and not having any proof. He says, You legal guys. Niman Fa Lu meaning you police, you lawyers, you district attorneys, judges, you kill me. By you kill me, he means you make me laugh. The DA wants to know why. How's that? he asks. Butler says, everything with you is deduction. Yani Fa. You just use reasoning, logic, and you think you've found the truth. The DA says it's more than just deduction. It's not just logic. It's not just an intelligent guess. So Butler asks for proof. The DA says he will have proof, and he tells Butler about the policeman. Whoever got rid of Taylor's body shot a cop. She dui chi Taylor de shi she do shi le yi wei jing cha. 
Until now, Butler thought the cop was dead, but the DA says he's alive. Butler pretends to see it from the DA's point of view and says, Wow, that is a break. Zhuan Yun, what a change of luck. Wow, Xing Yun, wow, how lucky. It's unlucky for the policeman that he got shot, but it's lucky for the policeman and also for the DA, since he will have someone to testify against Taylor's killer. The DA tells him everything, the name of the hospital, the cop's condition. He says, the cop is in City Hospital. He's unconscious, in a coma. Wu Yi Shi, or Hun Mi. But when he comes around, when he regains consciousness, when he awakens from his coma, Su Xing, he'll be able to tell the DA who shot him. That, of course, will lead the DA to who shot Taylor, and eventually to whoever was rigging the jury. Just then, Butler gets a call. It's Harrington looking for the DA. Butler hands the DA the phone. After the call, the DA tells Butler the good news. The doctor thinks that the cop will be healthy enough to talk by tomorrow. Good, says Butler, but I'm sure he doesn't mean it. Before the DA leaves, he tells Butler, I'll get back to you after I've heard the cop's report. The DA is expecting to come back with enough proof to arrest Butler. Well, that's it for the walkthrough. Let's listen again to scene 9 of Mr. District Attorney and the Intimidated Jury. Guys, kill me. 
How's that? Everything with you is a deduction. No, this is more than straight deduction. You mean you have proof? I will have. How? Whoever got rid of Taylor's body ran into a policeman in the park. Yeah? He shot the policeman. No kidding. But fortunately for us, he didn't die. A cop? That's right. Well, that is a break. He's in the city hospital right now. Still unconscious. Uh-huh. When he comes around, he should have an interesting story to tell. Yeah. I'd like to hear it. You will. Army. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> For you. Thank you. Hello? Oh, yes, Harrington. What's that? I see. Yes. That's fine. But I'm glad you called. Right. Goodbye. And that was another report on the officer who was shot. The doctors believe he'll be well enough to talk tomorrow. Good. I'll get in touch with you again after I've heard his report. I'll be waiting to hear from you. about it. Have you figured out what the DA is up to? Perhaps you have a question. You can comment or leave your questions below the show notes at www.dramaticlistening.com slash DL060 or on my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash dramatic listening. I really want to hear from you, and I will get back to you. And while you're there, if you're enjoying this story, please like it on Facebook and tell a friend about it. Remember, the vocabulary for this episode is all posted on Quizlet. So if you're a Chinese speaker, you could be learning these words with English, Chinese, flashcards and games at www.dramaticlistening.com slash quizlet. Are you wishing you could read along? Remember, there is a bonus PDF that you can get on your smartphone podcast app. If your app doesn't show any links to bonus material, then get the Podcast Source app. It's on the Apple App Store, Google Play, the Amazon App Store, and on the Windows App Store. It's quite easy to find, and it's free. After you've installed it, do a search for Dramatic Listening and subscribe for free. By using the Podcast Source app, You can listen to the podcast and get that bonus PDF, which is the keywords and the transcript of the radio play. And have you listened to Dramatic Listening on Stitcher yet? Stitcher is radio on demand. Stitcher streams the broadcast, which means you do have to stay connected while you listen, but you won't have to waste time downloading files. 
and you won't have to use up memory on your smartphone. You'll find a link to Stitcher in my show notes at dramaticlistening.com. Well, folks, that's it for this episode. Thanks for joining me again this week. I really appreciate you coming back week after week to get the next development in the story. Remember, I'm posting episodes of this radio play, Intimidated Jury, every week. And next week's episode will be the last one in this story, so you won't want to miss it. So, although it's bye for now, I'll see you again next week. Bye.